Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going to Colorado. And a lot of times when people think of haunted places in Colorado, there is one big one, right? The Stanley. But this one's a little bit different, but it's also extremely haunted with lots of apparitions and ghosts. Well, I'm excited to hear all about it. I knew we were going to Colorado this week, uh, but this is one I don't know a whole lot about. This is your haunted holiday at the Hotel Colorado in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Okay, Lindsay. So the Hotel Colorado was opened in 1893. And at the time, Glenwood Springs was a pretty small town. It was actually a mining town. Doc Holliday actually went to Glenwood Springs after the whole shootout at the OK Corral. That's actually where Doc Holliday passed away. Um, but it was pretty, it was a very like rough and tumble place. Well, Doc Holliday was so famous. I mean, I always think of that movie Tombstone with Val Kilmer, who played him. I mean, so good. I completely agree. I love the movie Tombstone. I feel like we've referenced it in this show. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a regular occurrence here on your haunted holiday. <laughs> yes. So at the time it was built, most of the city was like a tent city, mining town, stuff going on there. They wanted to build a pretty fancy place to attract you know more wealthy people build up the the town that kind of thing and that is what it did now one of the things that they say about this property before it was even built in around the year 1880 there was the i think it's pronounced ute indian tribe I'm probably saying that wrong, but they were there on that land where the Hotel Colorado was built and they got displaced. So, of course, the rumor is that this land is cursed by this okay. tribe, which has, you know, opened the door to some paranormal activity that might happen there. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that's also not a first that we've heard, but, you know, it would potentially make sense. I mean, well, not only that, but, you know, this is, let's imagine you're someone who is originally living there and you are asked, forced, not even asked, actually, I should change that, forced to move where your home is. I mean, there is some tragedy there, lends to ghosts. Totally. I mean, it could be. And that information, Lindsay, is actually on the hotel's website. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, I find that, like, semi, like, reasonable. The fact that it was cursed, nah, probably not. But the fact that that tribe was displaced from that land, I, I feel like, is something that, that we know. Now, another thing that this hotel was known for back, especially in the Prohibition area, a lot of gangsters and stuff like that like to hang out in this place. One gangster that I know you're familiar with that has been here and actually I apparently made some escapes when it was raided and that kind of thing is Mr. Al Capone. I feel like we should just call our show like 
haunted holiday with Al Capone <laughs> because we have these trends. It's so funny. We talk about Tombstone quite a bit, that movie we like. But Al Capone comes up all the time because a lot of these haunted places, you know, they had speakeasies. It was Prohibition era. That's the time, like, a lot of stories come from that. And anytime there's a gangster, mobster involved, it becomes notorious and people tend to remember that these people were there. Or maybe there's just stories that they were, whether they were or not, right? Well, an Al Capone apparently traveled a lot back in his day because he's been to a lot of these places that right. we discuss. And this is one of them. They do say he went there. There's also been several presidents here like Teddy Roosevelt, but it is most known for a famous person being there named the unsinkable Molly Brown, who um, was on the Titanic. A lot of people are familiar with her story. Now, Getting back to the history of the hotel, the other thing that lends itself to some paranormal activity in the past is during World War II, they converted it to a naval hospital where they had a bunch of different patients. I think they say over 6,500 patients were there during World War II. And we don't know how many people died there, but I think it's a safe assumption that people died there because in the basement, is where they had created a makeshift morgue for the hospital and crematorium. It's funny because when you said they made it a hospital, I almost said into my mic, ding, 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 it's haunted. That's an indicator. I mean, I think hospitals just in general, even hospitals that are more modernized probably have some hauntings going on. No doubt about it. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So, of course, after World War II, this turned back into a hotel. It's gone through several renovations. Looks like a pretty nice place. We'll talk about it. But there's a lot of paranormal activity here, whether that stems from the hospital days, just the history of the place being built in the 1800s. And some of the things that you want to look for is a lot of people get goosebumps, right? Like they get like the chills, they get the goosebumps rise up. It's really known for that. 
they have lights flickering. And whenever I hear about lights flickering, I always want to know, have they contacted an electrician about this? I would love to know. I would love to know if they've contacted somebody. I would imagine maybe they have, especially if it's if it's something that's been going on for a while and it's consistent i don't know how nice this hotel is i don't know a whole lot about it i'm sure you're going to get into that in a minute here in a few minutes but usually they want to make sure their lights are on you know and it's not disruptive to their guests but you know if it's every so often less likely that they've they've called a uh, electrician to take a look at it right Now, they also say the most activity happens at this place between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. So if you happen to stay here, I highly recommend that you stay up a little bit later. Maybe take an afternoon nap and do some ghost hunting while you're there. Now, the basement, we talked about the morgue that was set up for the Naval Hospital. There is a lot of activity that happens down there there was somebody working there and they had gone down to the basement just to kind of check it out make sure nobody was down there you know whatever and they looked through the window and there was a woman with her eyes cupped in the window looking in and this person was like oh my gosh how would that person even get down there apparently there's a window well that is quite deep that actually requires a ladder to get down there for most people and so he thought oh my gosh I better go check on this person I maybe they got stuck turns on the lights looks back at the window and the lady had vanished and apparently there is just no way she could have climbed out of this window well without a ladder that's a great story that seems to have to me it seems pretty credible Yes. So something you want to look for if you are able to get into the basement. Lots of uh, apparitions that you're also going to want to keep an eye out for while you are there. One of them, and I feel like this is a recurring theme at a lot of places, and you don't hear about it as much at this place, but there are reports of this, is a little girl playing with a ball in the hallways. For whatever reason, little girl ghosts just love like rubber balls, I guess. Mm -hmm. So bring a toy, maybe that would be something that would spark some activity. Definitely. I would also bring like a ball and see if you can get it to roll or any one of those, you know, like we have the dog that if you touch it, it plays music kind of thing. So anything that can kind of trigger the spirit to go. And I think kids you know, can be triggered, you know, with, with toys and whatnot. It would be interesting to bring. Totally. Now, the other ghost that you are going to want to look for is named Walter. They believe that Walter is the original founder of the ho- hotel named Walter Devereaux. And he can be seen throughout the hotel lobby area, in the hallways, typically in the evening times is when people spot Walter but you can also smell cigar smoke and this hotel is no smoking there should be no reason to smell it but that is something that is very often attributed to Walter now there are some other theories out there some people think that it's Walter other people think it's one of the later owners of the hotel that purchased it in the the 1900s named E.E. Lucas So there is some debate, but the most common name that you're going to hear this person called is Walter. 
Now another ghost here that also has a name is named Bobby. And they think that this female was either a nurse during the World War II period or like a chambermaid is, is how Bobby is often described. And this is legend, but how the story goes is essentially she was in some sort of love triangle situation while she was working here. One of the lovers found out that something, you know, was out of sorts, she was cheating or whatever the case was, and ended up murdering her in one of the rooms of the hotel. The room that she was supposedly murdered in is no longer a guest room because they say just too much activity happened there. Nobody could really get through the night. And so now they have actually turned that into just a storage room. But apparently, I would suggest that you ask the people there because they embrace their ghosts, which is the room that Bobby was murdered in. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of noise that comes out of that room. In particular, one of the big things this hotel is known for is what people call like a wailing, screaming woman that screams at the top of her lungs. And it's almost like it's replaying her murder. That's scary. I I think that they should make it a guest room and rent it out to people that want to ghost hunt. I want to stay in that room as well. Especially if they embrace their ghosts. Go ahead and embrace it. Put a bed in there. It doesn't have to be super fancy. It could be the ghost hunting room, <laughs> right? You charge a special rate. I am with you on that. Now, she is also seen a lot in the dining room, particularly in the dining room. People can smell her perfume. It's apparently a very prominent scent of gardenias. They say that it's a perfume that's not even made anymore today, so it's kind of confusing how that smell could randomly appear but that's what she was known to wear and then in the dining room you can also hear even when there's no plates or anything on the tables like you'll hear like dishes shuffling around and stuff like that and they think that is Bobby kind of moving stuff and making noises the last place that I am going to talk about in this hotel is a suite and it is room number 661 and it is one of the nicest if not the nicest suite in this entire hotel. It's actually got a name to it. It's called like the unsinkable Molly Brown suite. Lots of activity in here and the creepiest probably activity is in this particular room. Now, one of the more famous stories in this room is a husband and wife were staying in here and the husband just kind of felt under the weather and he was kind of sick laying in bed. The wife opened the windows um, to kind of say, oh, we have a cool breeze, whatever, maybe you'll feel better. Left the room and then shortly after um, she left, a woman in a floral dress came walking in, closed the windows and said, he, you need to stay out of the draft. Left. The wife came back in, opened the windows again, and apparently this same thing continued to happen every time the wife would open the windows and leave for like three days in a row. This guy would see this woman in a floral dress come in and open the window saying, you need to stay out of the draft. And close the windows. And close the windows, yes. That is really cool. I mean... That's not even super creepy, so I imagine more is coming about this room, but 
I mean, that's a pretty significant encounter. Really significant. And the fact that it continued to happen, I feel like that's something that if you were to get this suite, like you got to open those windows, you could replay this a little bit. Now, for whatever reason, this ghost that's in this floral dress generally only appears to men. So we might have bad luck. We might see her, but it's much less likely because she is a creeper ghost, Lindsay, but only to men. So men oftentimes staying here in this room will wake up to see this scary lady in a floral dress just standing above the bed staring at them. That's super creepy. She's definitely a creeper. It's so funny, though, that she wants them to stay out of the draft and not have the wind blow through their room, clearly, but wants to stare and stand over their bed. Well, I wonder if it was maybe a nurse from the Naval Hospital or something. Maybe. That's a good thought. Yeah, that could be. Because she is having clearly the instinct to make somebody feel better with whatever method she wanted and maybe... Like, she would stare at people in the bed, and I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe she's looking over them or something, but creepy for us, right? Really interesting. I love that. I mean, we'd have to get, you know, someone to go with us that's a man, and maybe we open the windows and leave and let them lay in bed like they're sick or something. And it is a huge room, so there would be plenty of room for several people to be able to stay here. Okay, so Glenwood Springs, Colorado is a place that I had never really heard of before, but it does appear to be quite the picturesque vacation destination. This place is mere steps away from a very popular tourist attraction here called Glenwood Hot Springs. And I think some people, based on where you're at in the hotel, can even see that from their window, but it's like the largest hot springs, I think, in at least North America, maybe even the world. But it is like downtown. It looks like really, really cool. And there's also like in the winter, of course, skiing, summer, there's whitewater rafting right there. There's hiking trails everywhere. Like it looks like a pretty fun place to go have a good weekend at. It sounds like a great, I like to ski periodically. So it sounds like a great, either winter or summer I can imagine like with the with the springs like go when it's a little bit warmer out it sounds great and they have some nice restaurants and bars there at the hotel with really what looks like nice patio seating with like little fire pits and heaters and stuff like that I mean it's probably not going to be the place to be in the winter when it's snowing but when it's maybe a little cooler and in the summer months like the patio situation looks pretty darn nice now the hotel itself is very nice I would not call it like the fanciest place in the world but it's also nice right like it's Mm -hmm. it's reasonable but very nice at the same time it is also dog friendly so you can bring a couple dogs with you they provide the dog bed they give you dog bowls they give you 
toys that you get to take with you when you leave as well as treats i love this i love that all these like old like historic haunted places a lot of them are dog friendly it's it's been a surprise as we've been recording these episodes how many of them are yes so you can bring your dog and maybe they will see a ghost while you are there and again this place is very they embrace the ghosts there's a whole section on their website that talks about the history the ghost sightings it gives very specific stories that some of their guests or even some of their employees have encountered so it sounds to me like they're going to be pretty comfortable talking to you about the ghosts while you're there now the room rates like i said it's not too bad for a standard queen or king size room. It is between like a hundred and fifty-ish dollars to hundred and eighty dollars. Granted, that's obviously going to vary depending on the time of year, depending on when you book it, right? Suites they get a little bit more. Those range between the two hundreds to the 500s so there's quite an array of different types of rooms that you could book here but it's totally i think it's reasonable i mean it sounds reasonable so is the unsinkable molly brown suite closer to the 500 dollars range do you know that is the most expensive suite so let's talk about it so room 661 the molly brown suite this has a living room a dining room two different balconies a whirlpool tub. I mean, it looks pretty nice. I think it even has like a downstairs and an upstairs. Like, it's pretty sweet. And that one, when I looked it up, it was around $540 a night, which was the most expensive. And considering some of the other places we've talked about that have these really lavish, large suites, usually they're more expensive than that. Yeah. I mean, I think especially in Colorado where there's so many people vacationing, I imagine being such a large room, you could probably sleep more than two people. I don't know that for a fact, but it might be something that you go with a small group and can split the price to make it a little bit more reasonable for your for your ghost hunt. Right. I'm sure you can squeeze in a few into this room for sure. Well, I will say the Hotel Colorado sounds really fun. I want to go stay in that unsinkable Molly Brown suite and bring someone with us who's a man that's going to be able to maybe see this woman in the floral dress. Agreed. I would love to go. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Colorado in general is just a great place to go and vacation. If you haven't been there, it's, it's beautiful. Hey, you could potentially go to Estes Park and stay at the Stanley and then swing over and stay at the Hotel Colorado too. So you've got multiple haunted options out there. So guys, if you are enjoying the show, please make sure to rate us five stars and leave a comment. We love getting those and it really helps us to engage more listeners. Make sure to tell your friends and family if they're into ghosts, travel, any of that stuff, let them know we're a great show and hopefully they'll also enjoy it. Also, if you're interested in reaching out to us, interested in sending us a recommendation for an episode or even your own ghost story, we enjoy reading all of them that we get. So please send us an email. Um, Go to yourhauntedholiday.com. That's our website. Click contact us and send us a message right through that portal. All right, everybody. Have a great week and thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Mm